you so much, Elliot, for joining another episode of the Black Nina podcast. Thank you for having me, my dear. I'm humbled and excited, and now I'm a little nervous now that we're live. But... <laughs> <laughs> yes, don't be nervous. Um, so yeah, like I'm super excited to have you on just because like in the short time I've known you, like I've learned so much about genealogy and the ancestors and you as a person. Um, so I just wanted you to like walk me through like what, what is a genealogist and like, how do you do your work? I, I personally define a genealogist as a personal historian and a community historian. Because what I'm doing, what the work entails, is reading hundred-year-old documents, handwritten documents, and understanding um, people on like on that microscopic level, I guess, like really getting into the communities and understanding how the generations move, how populations interacted, um, how a family grows, how sometimes a family dies, how lineages fall apart, mm-hmm. these are born and grow, how wealth is built. Mm. Yes, how wealth is built and wealth is lost. And all things to personal wealth, spiritual wealth, physical. Mm, that's true, yeah. Broad, it's not just money. Yeah, I was thinking about the money. I was thinking about the money. Um, yeah, but like you helped me like find some ancestors that I never even knew about, and some people like sparked something that I had known a little bit about, but like gave me more clarity and also gave me like um, a place to start. I'll just like tell you guys, um, Elliot. Like I gave him like the names of like my great grandparents like that I was like I think this is his name I'm pretty sure this is his name and he went from there and like gave me way more names found pictures told me like this is what this person did and just as a person I I'd always uh felt like you know okay so my mom's African-American my father's Panamanian so I'm like yeah I'm Panamanian like feeling like on that side like yeah I'm really Panamanian but having an understanding that like my ancestors came from like Barbados and Trinidad to build a canal but seeing like the pictures of you know my ancestor like in Barbados was like oh my god and he's so dark like he's so dark skinned and I have dark skinned people in my family of course but I felt like it was like wow this person belongs to me like his blood is running through my veins like I am connected and I've always had a hard time connecting to African people who are from Africa and I was like this person has more of a connection to Africa than I do and he is my bloodline so I I felt like even more connected to the black diaspora exactly so and, and it also made me feel like like Panama was like less important to my story you know, even though, like, I love being Panamanian, we have our little culture and everything, but it was, like, this is, like... Not the identity, big, the Right, like, who who am I? Like, it's it's so much bigger. Like, this, it's, I'm so much more than Panamanian is, like, yeah, like, we could go deeper than that. Say I'm Panamanian when you know so much more of the story now. Yeah, yeah, so that... That was really helpful for me. And then it just reminds you, like, dang, slavery and just, like, not also just slavery, because by that time, slavery was over, right? Um, Quote-unquote abolished. Um, 
But like, repeat what you just said. The last country to abolish slavery, I think, was Brazil in eighteen eighty-seven. Yeah. So it was abolished, but just like also like white supremacy and people like trying to lighten the race, like you know, like in in my on my mom's side, they're they're very light too. Like my African American grandma is. Ha 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 ha! Yellow. So like, so this is not. It's not like oh, you know, like my Latino side is light skin, and we're we're just like the United Nations. No, we black. We just we just black. But on the on the African American side, they it's the for me it's the same thing. You I have different colors on both. You know, we got really really light skinned people. I guess if they were Latino, they would be like. Some people would, I guess they would say my grandma ain't black if she was if she was African American. I'm telling you, they would be like she ain't black. God forbid she spoke spoke Spanish. Like she's not black. She's not black. She's too light skinned. She's too light. Like, right. Yes, you're Russian. Oh, you're definitely not black. Right. You too light. You too light. Um, but but yeah. So that that was really cool. But uh, can you talk about? Like what you found in your lineage and like how you identified in the past and how like learning about your history like changed the way you identified? I remember the first time we put a name to it. I was six or seven and there was like this really dangerous colorist ass project that we did in elementary school, in Catholic school, mind you. Mm. And it was to draw yourself. And to make like a demographic sheet, like your name, where your family's from, and to like it was a self-portrait almost. So that's not my mother. I'll never forget. I went to grab a crayon that was lighter than I was. Mm. She said, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. And she was like, "You're not that light, boy." Like. Where the boat left them, which 
which is where we have like the greatest absence of knowledge and we don't we don't know that and when we discovered that we had those documents that are like at our fingertips my mom dares me to find her father so a lot of family history was uncovered in just a short amount of time success story we end up meeting grandpa three years before he passes away so we got to meet my mom's dad, she got to meet him for the first time ever at oh, 28. Wow. We got to meet brothers and sisters and everything. And I saw, that's when I realized that my mother's father's dark skin. And it's never been spoken about. It was always like a hushed tone. Mm. That other was this dark skinned man from Ponce with hair mm. that to be permed. My aunt won't shut up about the perm. <laughs> <laughs> Still talked about the perm 60 years after the fact. Yeah, your grandfather had thick hair. He was black. He was from Ponce. But when we finally meet him, it's like, oh, now I see that Latinos are very, we're hyper aware of um, the range of blackness. That blackness comes in different shades. And I had to, I was forced to enter, like, to step in a genealogy shoe study my family because I did not know anything about these people beyond my grandmother. No one spoke. I didn't even know. It, 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 it's really ignorant to say, but I didn't think that I just up to, to, it popped up on the island. Right. The right. That's how it, that's how it, that's how it feels. Cause my, my family too, like, uh, even though we're aware that there are people who came to Panama to build the canal, like, there's kind of a disconnection from those people. Like, you know, like, it's like, where'd they come from? What were they like? You know, like, they, you know, they, people only, like, really recognize Panama. Mm-hmm. Um, and some, some people are like, oh, we're, we're Caribbean, too. Like, we like, came. Why, where does the story start? And that's the question that I asked yesterday. Like, where, where do these histories go to die? Because they're eventually going to be stumbled upon again. Mm-hmm. So, like, what, what possesses one our elders to withhold the narrative? Like, why would you not tell the story? Is it because you didn't know yourself? Which is something that I learned, like, finally poking at my father's side of the family and getting into my Dominicanness on that scale. Cause, okay, so can you, t- can you tell me, like, how you feel about the DNA kits right now in terms of, like, finding out where you're from? I think it's fun. I think it's helpful. I, I think I personally think the science is true. We just can't take it. We have to take it with a grain of salt over time because it's still growing. And what I mean by that is they're still testing populations, but what's happening is they're testing more European populations. Mm-hmm. Already have a, a great understanding of like we don't we don't need right. to hold that again. Anthropology is the study of white people in contrast to the rest of world mm-hmm. so the help um which is why Afri- african and african ancestry something yeah like african that. ancestry i heard like they have the most black people they have they have a larger database of people who are testing for us that information um and it's some kind of like sick 1984 joke deep in my mind i see it as like the new libretto where it's like, yo, you guys, uh, my Spanish, no bueno. Un, un poco español. Her Spanish <laughs> es malo. Listen, 
societies where white supremacy reigned, and it was basically like an ID card. Like, it was used a lot in the apartheid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait. Like, it was like a racial passport, and inside, you know, tells you your tribe and your shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, honey. So, that's what I'm afraid the new DNA tests are, that once mm. these fucking minds are going to say, oh, well, you're not really American because you have, you have this, this, and this. But for me, a true American is an indigenous person. Right. They should be the one making those rules. Just because the, the, that 5% Native American blood and the rest of 95 European, that's damning evidence of your rapist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that Even 20%. Unless you want a reservation, that's you're not native. Exactly. So, and it's dangerous. Not dangerous, but it, it will start it a, a conversation amongst Afro-Latinos because... What happens is you have people who are blacker on in number, like the digit, but they're not registered as black or sometimes aren't even black. Right, yeah, they'll never put on their census that they're black. black. Like that gentleman that I showed you, that friend of mine, who we were just a digit off, but he has more of the... The, the phenotype. Right, let's talk about that um, because, like, I remember watching the reel when they did the test. Real quick, you guys, I don't, guys, if you're gonna do a DNA test, I recommend African Ancestry. I'm personally not gonna do it because of the issues that can arise when you just willy nilly give your DNA to a private company that can go over and sell it. And there's been instances. Right now, they're starting to sell these companies off for billions of dollars to pharmaceutical companies um, so they can learn how to make more drugs that will keep you sick and not completely fix you. And it could also uh, cause you to lose your health insurance. So far, it's only happened to one person that they wouldn't uh, get covered because they were predisposed to a specific um, disease that the insurance didn't cover. So they were able to find their DNA. So what's going to happen is insurance is going to be like, oh, we're not going to cover you because you may get MS. They'll have the right to not offer right. to an entire class of people. Yep. The idea that people who have genetic predispositions are not, they're not entitled to help. So care. I would not encourage it. Because like you can, there's so many ways that you can find um, who your ancestors are, where you came from. You know, you can, all you need is your grandparents' name. Find with the people you know and you can backtrack like what you did. You were able to find records after records and you may have to do some, you know, on the ground. You may have to go. My American side is from Savannah, Georgia. You know, so I would, if I went to Savannah, Georgia, it would be very easy for me to find information if I have names, you know, and luckily there's always some person in the family who knows everybody and has all their records or has the most records. When we're done with this, we can, we can do your, your African American side. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so (laughs) thank you, Elliot. Jewish people, just like Acadians, the, the Cajun people, the ancestors of the Cajun people. Cajun? Acadian people. Who's that? Yeah, Cajun, Cajun were the... Uh, the Acacian Brit- records? Huh? Acacian records? No, Acadians. Okay, the, Acadia was a, was a section of present-day Canada. Okay. Okay. They were French, um, French and indigenous um, 
mixed race people living there. They were all like um, exposed, and several thousand of them died en route to Louisiana, which was the only other French mm. section. And they created the Cajun community. So, yeah. Oh. If they acknowledge it. the DNA test at your own risk if you're going to do it do African ancestry um, protect yourself um, but there are other ways to find your ancestors that don't revolve around you giving your DNA to some institution um, so next question what's that oh this one is this one a good one <laughs> so do you identify as a black man? Let's just describe Elliot. Elliot is, to me, Elliot is black because there's so many black people I've seen that look like you or that look like whole white people and people consider them black. So I'm like, Jew black. But I know there are a lot of black people who are like, if you don't look you don't like look this and you don't have a bell pepper nose wait till you swipe up. then you can't then you can't say you black and i know you also identify as heavily as latino like you you like heavily are like into latinidad so yes. you know like talk about that five years ago before i started doing the search i would not have identified as I would have teared on saying, well, I'm Afro-Latino. Today, I'm owning it. Like, I'm really stepping into it, and I'm trying not to be afraid of people's colorist responses at first. Mm -hmm. like that, and is that, is that the hesitation? You don't, you don't have this, that, and that, or you're missing this. 
various phenotypes of how dare you identify as a black man, but it, it also ties into Latinidad. Um, are you going to shout out Migrant Scribble? <laughs> His name is Alan. Alan Palaez. Palaez. He's very, very Mexican. So Alan, um, also known as Migrant Scribble, we're shouting him out because he um, he canceled Latinidad um, a few months ago, and we're following suit. <laughs> um, and I'll probably link I'll probably link what we said in this podcast, or maybe I'll like just like drop our whole conversation about canceling Latinidad. Uh, but basically, he said Latinidad forces black people specifically to ignore our oppression by our, you know, white oppressors um, or celebrate it. Like there's no room for blackness within Latinidad. Um, and I, I completely agree to that. Like as a kid, like I always had an issue identifying as Hispanic, Latino. What's the other one? Hispanic, Latino. There's another one. What's the other word? That would be it. Hispanic or Latino, I think. That's it? Okay. Hispanic, Latino. Like, I was like... Or Spanish. Or, yeah, I would never say I was Spanish. Like, because I was too smart for that. I was like, I know that I'm not from Spain. Like, so... It never resonated at all. I, I never resonated with Spanish, but, like, I had a very hard time finding because I was undeniably black. My family was so black, and they were so proud of their blackness too so i think if you're not so proud of that blackness it's much easier to like let that shit go if you are unaware of how much blackness is permeating latinidad and that latinidad is just the term for black that speaks spanish and and also we don't even have to use the word blackness because being an afro descendant being an afro descendant was very like up and through my family and it looked different from my african-american side but it was still very you know afro descendant yeah very black you know other latinos were not doing what we were doing at home the jokes were different like you know like we had our own little swag so so even the way we talk spanish different so now is how do we redefine it because when you first presented afro latinidad is well, Latinidad is canceled. I really did have a knee jerk reaction, like, I got tight because same, same. things going on. There's you, Afro Latinas, who are starting to understand and embrace their Latinidad, understand it, study it, recognize it. And then we have Afro Latinos like me who did not know they were of African descent but still grew up in African culture and are now incorporating the Afro part into the Latino. And we're now. Alan comes out of left field and it's like, no, fuck that, fuck the Latino. We black. Soy negro. <laughs> and, and I sat there and I'm like, wait, no. And I thought about it. And this is verbatim. I said, no, it's just started accepting latino so i was like i just we just started with the afro latina i just started calling myself afro latina and now you would take that away it's, it's black. Like, how much of our latinidad, especially exactly
And then some Dominicans will tell you, oh, that bachata, like, oh, that, that, that came from Spain. That all came no, from Spain. No. The product, if anything, the closest thing is, is the Spanish guitar. It's a, it's a European technology, but at the behest of the African imagination is what was made. So it's, it's yeah, all we got was the guitar from Yah, which was still brought over by North Africans and Muslims. And Every instrument comes from Africa. We like the piano. Just because it's playing with the thumbs and the grand piano is little mallets doesn't mean that there's much of a difference. It's still a tonal technology that goes up the scale. This is true. Every single instrument I may do I may do a I may do a podcast on okay. that. Because I remember when I first learned every single instrument comes from that continent. Like you're not that's it. Yeah, he would start off all of his videos with um he would he would um he would say on Which whose videos? Yes, I'm young black kid, I really don't remember, but he would um he would people. always start it off with I'm decolonizing my mind and he would always present something like just like a like a like a what the fuck of the day um and one of those things was when he connected classical he said there was someone that said that black people should be playing classical music and he said that many of the the instruments used in classical music come from ancient african technology Mm -hmm. i know the harp all of those things so it, it it really that started those seeds were planted before I started to analyze my Afro-Latinidad on that level. Like, okay, mm-hmm. let's get into it. Because if the classical music all comes from that, is there really anything on this planet that did not come from African imagination or technology at the end of the day? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Are you really trying to see if there's anything? No? I'm trying to ask you another question about genealogy. Okay. But I don't have any more questions. Oh my like, So is there anything that you want to tell us about genealogy and finding um, your DNA and finding your roots and the importance of knowing but that? Those who are interested in searching. And are you open to, <laughs> shameless Except plug, are you open to like for a small fee doing people's genealogy? Yeah, I do actually for free sometimes. <laughs> sometimes only only because i'm so compelled because the last name is speaking to me and i want to prove a point because so what is speaking to you the, the person's last name okay but if i meet another puerto rican and i'm like oh what's your last name and they'll only tell me one i'm like no you have four what who were your grandparents who were they where are they from and they'll tell me, oh, this, 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 and this. I'm like, okay, well, in a couple of hours, I'm going to send a couple of people to you who are your distant cousins, and I'll explain the math once they, once you meet them. So that's what's happening. Is I real, in studying my own family tree, I realized that all Puerto Ricans are interrelated. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the rule are um, purely African people, the descendants of slaves who lived in, in those port towns. And the exclusive white European upper class that chose not to integrate with the existing Puerto Rican population. Mm. So, and yes. you know, when you said that, like you planted seed in, in me, and then I'm I'm gonna be doing a post for Black Dina soon, um, today. So you guys probably will have already seen the post, but uh, just a 
women in Hollywood, women actresses that you didn't know were Caribbean. And Jada Pinkett's mom is Bajan. And I was like, she my cousin. She my cousin. That is my cousin. Because I'm like, yo, what if we was family before they went to Panama? That is my fucking cousin. That's my cousin. I'm related to Jada Pinkett. So I'm interrupting this podcast to let you all know about the new Black Dina Insiders Club. If you've been following the Instagram page, you're probably aware, but the Black Dina Insiders Club is a new social club where you get nuanced information about Afro-Latinx and Caribbean cultures in addition to access to a community. If you'd like to know more about the Black Dina Insiders Club, you can email me at blackdinamedia at gmail.com or just DM me on the Black Dina page. Listen to the oral histories. It's all we have. Even if it sounds like fantasy, it's all we have. Speak to your grandparents. Even don't And don't... They'll be very reluctant to talk about these things for a mix of different reasons that I'm figuring out now why people wouldn't want to share those stories. Sometimes it could be very painful. Mm. Sometimes they really just don't know. Right. Sometimes they really just don't know. But take it for what it is. Ask questions and write everything down. Record everything for austerity mm. measures while you still have your, your elders. And if you don't have your elders... Some of their siblings might still be alive. Mm-hmm. Find that one cousin who knows everything. Ask everyone. You never cousin. know who knows. There's always that one cousin. Or aunt who has all the pictures. Everything, all the stories. All the records, yep. yep. The point is to build as much demographic information on paper. So when you find the resources available, you know what you're looking for. You know who's your kin. It can be, it's, it's, what is it? I don't know if, if this is also in the in the black community, but I know that in the Latino community, there's always that one aunt that just loves to build jigsaw puzzles and glue them together and frame them just because. <laughs> Question. Let's, yes. you say black community, what does that mean? African American. Okay, let's, African, let's use those, those terms. I use the distinction here now. African American versus the Caribbean community. Okay. Um, I know it's something I had seen in Caribbean Latino households where there's that one aunt that builds jigsaw puzzles and just has like that one hobby. I think everybody has that person. Has that one, exactly. I think so even white me, people have that person. This is my jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> this yes. is what I will spend hours and cups upon coffee staring at the computer reading handwritten script from the 1800s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll dedicate a couple of hours out of the day to that. And it always, the picture gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Where can we find you? You can find me at Instagram. By, what's, how, how do I spell my name? It's my whole entire government. So E-L-L-I-O-T-T-R-A-Y-L-A-S-S-I. Elliot Ray <laughs> okay, so go find Elliot if you want him to do your genealogy. He's unlicensed, by the way. So yes, she knows that I can't do the work if I don't have the license. Sure, sometimes. So yeah, so you can't go around being like, oh, I'm sure there's like I don't know. I, you told me that the first thing 
you told me it was you were unlicensed, so I was like, I wanted to repeat that because that sounded yes. like it was important. But um, even though he's unlicensed, he's super helpful. Like, I've gained so much, like, from his work. I mean, yeah, he was sending me pictures. I was like, ah, that's my great-great-grandpa. We found, yeah, we found so much. Hello, that. George. Hello, George. That was his workman's application when he became a, um, a ditch digger. The canal, yes, in Gamboa. Gamboa, so yeah, so thanks so much for tuning in to the Black Female podcast. Be sure to check us out next week. See ya.